Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Breakfast Business has done some digging into the impact on the overall Irish economy if you were to strip out the Dublin economy from average incomes. Including the capital, GDP per capita in Ireland at current prices in 2020 stood at €75,000. Remove Dublin from that equation and the number drops to €60,000. The number minus Dublin for GVA or gross value added, which is a better measure of Irish income, is even lower. It all shows that without the capital city, Ireland would be a significantly poorer place. But is that an unavoidable reality or something to be worked on? Professor Jim Walsh is a professor emeritus of geography and a former vice president of Maynooth University. He recently published a book on income disparity between urban and rural dwellers. And he's on the line. Good morning, Jim. Uh, Good morning. Now, is it healthy that Dublin brings in way more money than the rest of the country? Uh, The the short answer is that the relationship between Dublin and the rest of the country is very complex. Um, Dublin has facilitated the embedding of Ireland very successfully into the international economy. And from that, uh, the economy and society in the Dublin region and in Ireland as a whole has been greatly transformed to the benefit of everybody here. Uh, In terms of the economic transformation, what I have in mind is the um, Dublin is the place where uh, the new economy based on international services uh, has emerged very strongly uh, by comparison with other European countries. Uh, Dublin is performing exceptionally well. The other cities, uh, particularly Cork, Limerick and uh, Galway, have um, performed particularly well in attracting manufacturing, the new manufacturing sectors, uh, which have boosted the incomes in those areas. So going back to the issue of um, of wealth and incomes, the um, picture that uh, is out there is that um, in- per capita income levels and uh, household incomes are uh, higher in the Dublin area uh, than elsewhere in the country. That That is a reflection of the types of uh, occupations uh, that are available uh, in the region. Um, so the high-paying uh, sectors like an ICT, uh, professional services, uh, they they are disproportionately located in the greater Dublin area, and they're less available uh, in smaller towns and, and, and rural areas. Yeah, is but it is it possible, Jim, to boost regional output without damaging or reducing Dublin's GDP or GVA, whatever measure you want to use? Uh, uh, I think it is. Yeah, like the 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 focus of strategy now is to uh, enable all regions to uh, boost or maximise their output, and we can see that happening uh, in uh, regions which are the strong urban centres, like uh, the, in the southwest, the role of Cork or Limerick or Galway, and to an extent uh, Waterford in the southeast. Um, so, and um, the traditional debate uh, in Ireland was about um, transferring. Um, investment from one part of the country to another. Um, and that isn't the, the best way to go forward. A better way to think about it is to enable all regions, including Dublin, to uh, maximise its potential. And that will be achieved through a, a greater focus on strategic planning, um, not, not just the physical planning, but the planning for housing, for infrastructure, investment in education. And for, and uh, for IDA investment as well, because we know that the IDA are buying sites outside the capital city, deliberately developing them to kind of A grade and then say, look, guys, we have a plug and play facility here for, for you guys. Yes, and that, that, that's a very important part of it. And the IDA 
have been very successful in uh, distributing many of the new investments or uh, companies that have been here already, encouraging them to set up second plans elsewhere in, in the country. So that's a, um, an, an achievement uh, that um, is worth uh, keeping in mind. Yes. Is Ireland more or less dependent on its capital city when you compare it to other countries with huge capital cities, such as France with Paris, the UK with London and Poland with Warsaw, for example? Ireland is probably more dependent on its capital city uh, than some of the other um, uh, countries uh, where they, they have a, a stronger tier of what would be described as middle level uh, cities. But um Given the size of the country uh, here and the um, connections um, to the other towns and cities, um, I think it is manageable to. um, Well, it is important to manage the growth of Dublin uh, without um, it impacting negatively on uh, other places. And yet there's huge huge political pressure, isn't there, Jim? Because the politicians outside Dublin, and they represent two-thirds of the the population, want their areas to get the investment rather than the capital city. They they do. And uh, much of of the debate that we hear recently, um, or have been for some time, harks back to a a debate that went on decades ago about uh, imbalances um, uh, between Dublin and the rest of the country, uh, where it, it... you know, there was a, a sense that the rural areas in particular were are being left behind. Um, that is not necessarily the, the case. Uh, it, the emphasis now is on enabling all areas to achieve their, their best uh, performance. And the, the evidence, I think, tends to support that. The, 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 there is a risk in the um, prevailing the debate of... Um, essentially weakening the level of political cohesion. You know, the attempts to uh, formulate, uh, put forward ideas for a new party to represent a particular segment of society, uh, that will lead to more um, um, d- the disengagement uh, or, or weakening of the uh, political process rather than, than strengthening it. Um, and uh, this is a finding that has occurred in many uh, other countries. There's a, a growing concern that uh, that um, the focus on achieving balance um, in the more traditional way uh, could have more serious uh, negative implications from a social or political or even an environmental perspective. Well, that's interesting to hear that the, the, a farmer's party or an agricultural party might damage the uh, the rural Ireland. Uh, finally, do you think there's a chance that Ireland could ever create multipolarity? Like like in Germany has multiple cities, whether it's Hamburg, Munich, Frankfurt or Berlin. Uh, and the US, of course, has multiple cities as well. Is there any chance, I mean, this is obviously a century into the future, that Ireland could have something like that? Um, well, that th- that is a key objective of the national planning framework for uh, Ireland 2040 to uh, to boost the role of what we, we call the middle level cities: uh, Cork, uh, Galway, Limerick, uh, Waterford. Uh, those areas in particular, with uh, with other places in in uh, like uh, Sligo in the northwest or um, Tralee in, in the southwest, uh, other significant towns uh, playing their part. So, um, th- I think that the um, we're, we're in a good position, I believe, in that we have a national planning framework for the next uh, 20 years, uh, which, okay, can't be revised and adapted as we uh, go along. But if for the first time in the history of the state, we have a, a framework that um, is there to guide investments um, in, in various forms of uh, 
economic and physical infrastructure, which uh, wasn't the case until relatively recently, uh, uh, until the National Planning Framework was published in 2018. The practice was that um, the budget uh, strategy was determined, first of all, what investments were likely to proceed um, without much attention to where they might proceed. Mm. So the city was what we describe as spatially blind. Yeah. Uh, and we had a light of what the outcomes might be, hoping that it would be as good as expected. But that has been reversed. And now it requires a high level of political and civic commitment to essentially adhere to that coherent strategy. And the same is, in, is in, yeah. in, uh, involved in the rural strategy, which is complementing that national framework. All right. Well, we'll have to leave it there. But uh, yes, let's hope that the um, the cohesion uh, maintains. Given politics being politics, that's not often as easy as, as it might seem. Professor Jim Walsh there, uh, Professor Emeritus of Geography and former Vice President of Maynooth University. Thank you for joining us on the show. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.